Hi, I'm Trevor Frank Fork, wedding planner extraordinaire, and you're listening to Wedding Confessions, the podcast where I bring back my newlywed couples to talk all about the good, the bad, the pretty, and sometimes the ugly that has to do with planning their weddings. From family drama to vendors who don't show up to dresses that break and food that's served rotten, it's all here and everyone has something to confess. I'm back today with another one of my vendor panels, a new group of vict- uh, vendors <laughs> to talk all about the wedding industry. And we've got a lot to say, so let's just get right into it. Okay, introduce yourselves, please. I'm Jenna. I'm from the Polka Dot Paper Shop, and I do stationery invitations yeah, do. and that stuff. Hi, I'm Vince Manganero. I'm from Megawatt Disc Jockey. I'm a mobile DJ in the industry for about 30 years now. DJ Vinny Vegas in the house. And we've got one more lovely lady. And I'm Tiffany McMillan. I'm from Beautiful Life Studios and we do wedding photography and videography. I myself am a photographer. Thank you for being here, everybody. Today's topic is why is it so important for vendors to play nicely together? Mm. I love this topic because as a wedding planner, I want to create a team environment with the people that I'm working with. And a lot of the times I get to do that by recommending my favorite vendors into the mix. But sometimes I don't get so lucky because I get hired as the month of coordinator, which means the couple has done everything already. They've hired all of their vendors and I could be walking into literally a shit show of vendors. (laughs) I could be walking into working with people that are just hired because of their price point, uh, not because of their talent. I could be working with people that are hired because they're their friends or their uncle is taking pictures or their buddy can use Mm -hmm. Photoshop and make their invitations (laughs) or Maybe it's just an iPod that's playing music for the night. I never know what I'm getting myself into. So that's why I wanted to talk to three of my favorite people in the industry, people that I like to recommend and that I like to work with about something like this. Yay. We love you too. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I want to tell you a story about something that happened at a wedding that I worked. What happened was is this was a wedding, an incredible wedding, that was that wanted food stations instead of uh, a seated plated three course meal. So food stations are set up, and the guests go at their own will, and they pick up food and they eat it, and everybody's happy. This wedding ran out of food. Oh my goodness! This caterer ran out of food. I've never seen that happen. That's crazy. Either had I. Were they like <laughs> excessive eaters or something, or? So, no, well, maybe, (laughs) but even still, there should not be anybody running out of food. Uncle Joe was going up for like his fifth round. Fifth, sixth, and kept sneaking in the line before the other people. Was the wedding in Texas? (laughs) No, it was here in Toronto. (laughs) But so I... Good question. I always find that when it comes to a catering company... If, let's say, there's 250 guests, yeah. you should have enough food for 350 mm-hmm. guests. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the magic number is. I don't know. Some some caterers bring 30% more food. Some bring 50% more food. But the point is, I know this sounds awful, and I'm probably going to get some hate mail for saying this, but you should be throwing food out. 
at the end of the night or sending it home with the staff in care packages. And side note, I do sort of hate you for saying that, but I don't disagree. Right. <laughs> I do also I do always comment about how horrible the, the waste Wasteful. of food is at weddings, but I agree you can't run out of food at a wedding. That's no. a big no-no. And you shouldn't run out of food and not have saved any for the couple that was getting married. <gasps> no. So the couple didn't oh, wow. get... Usually oh, if there's stations or a buffet, the catering company should put aside yeah. a plate for each of them with everything that's being served to the rest of the guests. This did not happen. If only they could see the look of oh. horror on all yeah, of our faces really. right now. <laughs> I have a big smile on my face, but it only because <laughs> the horror on all of your faces is quite amusing to me. <laughs> So, the, but here's where the problem is. Okay, so you know what? We fuck up. We're all human. It happens. It's part of life. What my problem was, was the shrug of the shoulders and just raising your hand saying, well, what are we going to do? This is the catering company. The wow. catering company did that? Like, Correct. They not were even like, attempting I, okay, to I'm going to go to Red food. Lobster. I will be right back. Seriously. Well, so luckily... My Order assistant, well, so Tanya, my wonderful, one of my wonderful, wonderful assistants was leading this event. So I wasn't even there. So Tanya, Uber Eats, called in food for this couple because like all that was left was pasta. They could make pasta in abundance. Sure. They had enough pasta to just like feed an army for days. Yeah, that's like three bags. But the bride was gluten free. Oh my oh. God. She couldn't <laughs> eat the pasta. Oh Luckily, Tanya ordered them food. They were happy, but that still doesn't make it okay that the rest, a, a, a lot of guests did not get to eat all of the food that was available. They tried to tell us that it was the fault of the guests who were, like you were saying, going wow. in for thirds, fourths, fifths before anybody else was uh, getting their firsts. But like as a caterer, you should know you can't control, if you're doing buffet style, you can't control how many times somebody's going to go up. You can't possibly know who's going up when. So, I mean, that's why you need that abundance of food. Like, yeah. there's no other way. And that's the, the difference between a station and a plated meal is that you just have to have enough food. Yeah. Like, just like you would. You yeah. wouldn't run out of, like, a, pl a plate of chicken and potatoes for somebody. Oops, we forgot that yeah. there was 10 people at that table and we didn't make enough. You would never yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. So the hardest part for me and why this is part of the topic that I wanted to discuss today is that they didn't play nice. They wanted to blame, blame, blame and point fingers and make everybody else the reason why this happened as opposed to shit, we fucked up. Mm -hmm. How do we fix this now? Yeah. What do we do? Send somebody back to the kitchen. Maybe you've got something in the fridge or the freezer that yep. you could bring back and cook it. Uh, or like you said, yeah. order a bunch of pizzas. Like yep. it's, it's look, look, it, everything falls on the wedding planner always to fix the problems. And when there is a wedding planner there, but in this situation, the catering company needed to do something, yep. not just close the stations down. And the way that I found it. So I was at a different wedding when this was all happening. And Tanya, my lovely assistant sent me a picture of the empty stations at 8.55, the stations opened at 8. So didn't even get through an hour. Cause, oh, wow. But they were clean. It wasn't like, oh, the stations were just finishing. They were done. They were cleaned up. And Tanya's like, don't worry. I dealt with it. But just so you know, this is what happened. Because I was gonna, I always yeah. go back to the wedding after yeah, my yeah. other wedding and just make an appearance. Yeah. But the, the reaction of the catering company 
was just so disappointing. And that's yeah. not playing nice. No. Right? I mean, even if it was the customer that screwed it up, your job is to make it better, right? Exactly. But how well, can you possibly screw it up? How like, do you not yeah. have enough food? No, I know. But like, even regardless of that, even if the customer did somehow in some way eat too much food, you still need to figure it out because they've hired you to figure this out. You know, a professional's role is to be able to troubleshoot, mm-hmm. to be on the spot and fix a scenario, regardless of mm-hmm. which profession you're in. Yeah. So yeah, as the caterer, whether it was your fault or not, it's your duty to find a way to fix it. Yeah. That's what they hired. You. I mean, that's why you're the professional. Yeah. It's not like you duty. can just turn to them and be like, so what do you want to do? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's your job. Yeah. Like somebody sp- gives me the wrong spelling of their name on their invitations and you know, they sign off on or whatever. I'm still going to figure out a way I can fix it for yeah. them. <laughs> totally. And that, and that's funny that you said that it was because uh, on one of my past episodes that I, we talked about an officiant not showing up and how I said that I always keep a script in on me of a ceremony in case I have to jump in and be the officiant oh, wow. because there's nothing worse than officiant not showing up. Yeah, there's no and, marriage. And so what we, we were, <laughs> we were saying like, like, look, if a photographer didn't show up, sure. I can take some pictures, but it's on my iPhone. Yeah. That, that's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the DJ doesn't show up, I would play music off of my phone. Again, my iPhone comes in handy. Uh, if a cake doesn't show up, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't bake you a fucking cake. <laughs> yeah. and if Your the iPhone cake, doesn't have an app for it. My iPhone won't make me a cake. You'll head over to Longo's and get them and something. Buy a cake. But <laughs> I don't have a Betty Crocker mix in my emergency <laughs> kit just waiting to batch up a three-tier cake. But with a catering company, look, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I went to school for culinary management. I graduated, okay. so I'm oh. a certified chef. So I, li- I could yeah. go into the kitchen and cook, but I'm not going to. You know, I, have <laughs> to I have other things to do. And I don't have a car full of ingredients yeah. to, for, to make up for you not bringing enough. You're but not MacGyver. I am not. You're close. I, I love it. <laughs> I You're am close. close. I was working a wedding where... Actually, this was a wedding with you, Tiff. Okay. Where the event designer left... And ha- so usually when there's a ceremony at a wedding, a lot of the flowers or the, pr- the props are repurposed into the reception after. So yes. we were about 15 minutes away from opening the doors for the reception after the cocktail hour. And I noticed that some of those flowers or props hadn't been repurposed yet. And there were blank spots to the reception hall. I called her and I said, hey, wh- how, how soon do you think you can get those pieces? And we want to open the doors in 15 minutes. And she said, oh, I left. And I said, oh, okay, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, sh- is it okay that I go move the pieces? And yeah. she said, oh, shit. I took them with me. <gasps> so I asked her when oh she God. would be back. Uh, like, I could delay opening the doors for another five, maybe ten minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't want to delay them for too long. And she said, oh, I'm not coming back. What? <clears throat> so one. So first off, she's not playing nice not working on the team Mm -hmm. and also not delivering what the client has paid for so she like she was supposed to put them in the room not take them with her right on the contract she screwed up yeah she's not gonna come back to fix it no she's not coming back till one in the morning to pick up everything else get in your damn car get (laughs) or she was she was still in her damn car heading home see and then turn around you turn turn. yeah like (laughs) that kills me because like that's literally contractually your job like you said you were going to do something and you didn't do it i don't understand how she thinks that's okay Uh, so to this day i will never understand a lot of things that this woman did and this is one of the reasons why i can't 
It, you know, it's really hard for me because my reputation is on the line every yeah. time I recommend any of you. And if a problem like this arises, like running out of food or not moving over some lanterns from the ceremony, it if it as much as it's y that person whose reputation is falling apart, but it's yeah. now do these people trust me still? Will they recommend me? They yeah. might tell people, "Oh, his recommendations you're, are off." You're like yeah. a you're like a mob boss who vouches for people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you are. That's what you are. You're like, "Hey, you know, I say Vito's cool. He's cool, but he screws up and they look at you like, I don't know, you, you made the recommendation. Vito is cool. Yeah. Not so cool. Yeah. yeah. And and so that's hard for me, especially I'm the type of person that I really love the people that I get to work with on a regular yeah. basis and they become friends and we get to do fun mm -hmm. things like this together. That it's it it's it's disappointing when one of those relationships has to come to an end because I just don't feel comfortable recommending you to somebody again mm -hmm. and my reputation and my business, no offense, everybody, is way more important to me than your business is. Yeah, and, and as it should be. And yeah, as it exactly. should be. Should be. Yeah. Uh, but some people don't understand that and don't really uh, want to accept that. So this same event designer that I was talking about was somebody that I had worked with a lot. We worked together on many, many events. And most of the time, it was me just handing events to them. And they didn't have to do much work to get it. They had to meet the people, yes. But yeah, it was always yeah, me yeah. saying, work with this person, work with this person, work with this person. Because I knew that she was good and she would deliver. But she started to get sloppy. Some, like her business maybe grew too fast yeah. or something was happening in her personal life. And it was affecting the business. Not getting back to people on time. Not sending quotes. Not mm -hmm. sending, not even sending quotes to people that she's met with after weeks and weeks. Where it, it turned into the clients coming back to me and saying, why did you recommend this person? Like, why yeah. did we waste yeah. time meeting with tough. them yeah, for an hour tough. and they're not even sending a, a, a quote? So it happened multiple times where there was some fuck ups and it ju I, I just had to pull the plug. And I had a conversation with this person because she was my friend and I felt it was the right thing to do to just say, hey, yeah. next year you may not be getting 10 to 12 more weddings yeah. from me. So mm -hmm. I want you to do whatever you need to do to kind of pick up that slack. And she got really upset could not separate business from friendship and we're not unfortunately we're not friends anymore which that's, sucks because yeah. i lost a friend in it but better for my business but it that, is yeah i mean and it is yeah. what it is you have to be able to trust who you're recommending uh, absolutely yeah. i worked with um a videographer who needed to I don't know if I'm going to use the right terminology, so forgive me, <laughs> patch into the sound system yes. to get video. Okay. Yeah. So they asked the DJ if, if they could all the time. patch yeah. in. Yeah. Am I using the right word? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah patch? that's correct. Okay. Uh, and DJ said no. Really? Would you say no? Before I, I go on I with my story? I never said no. Okay. Wow. I always give I them think the opportunity. That's surprising but to I me. should know about that ahead of time. Correct. And yes. that should be discussed mm -hmm. with the planner and the couple and such so video guy came to me and said the dj will not allow me to patch into his system yeah and the reason why the videographer needs to patch into the system is because they get better audio for the video Absolutely. clean feed from speeches yeah, and everything that's going on exactly 
So I now have to be like the mediator. Yeah. Now I'm a fucking babysitter. So <laughs> I, 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 I bring everybody together and I'm like, okay, what's going on guys? Why DJ, why let's, aren't let's you, why aren't you allowing him to patch into your system? And Did you guys can, try talking this out first. Let's, <laughs> let's just do it and move on. And the DJ just said, because nobody told me in advance. And I said, I appreciate that. But now we're here yeah. and we're in a situation yeah. and we all want to make sure that this couple gets the most. Like, mm-hmm. why do I have to even say this? We want to make sure that the couple gets the best wedding video ever. And we Can should we all just talk about this after. Like, just, just fucking yeah. patch the and fucking. We'll deal with it after. <laughs> all right, so you wouldn't be able to ask a Kijiji DJ to patch in because he doesn't have the appropriate gear for that. Okay. Mm, maybe he didn't have it and didn't yeah. want to let in. Is let that possible? That That's possible. But this wasn't very a much a possibility. He could just be sitting there with a laptop with no opportunity to plug in a patch cable, as you say, for the videographer. Or he didn't bring it. Interesting. Okay, yeah. that's that's, that's absolutely fair enough. Mm-hmm. But because of this discussion, he patched the fucking sound. Yeah. In. So, <laughs> he had so he had. Because it. I was okay. gonna also say, he just why didn't want to do it. That? This yeah. was the perfect. I don't have the gear. Yeah. Yeah. This was the perfect example of someone just saying no and not playing nice for the sake of just a disgruntled yeah. DJ, someone who just didn't give a shit about anything. That's what it is. And that's what you get. But you know, you're right. What you just said is. If he would have just said from the get-go, I'm really sorry, you didn't tell it. me in yeah. advance, and I don't have the right system mm-hmm. or whatever right. equipment that right. I need. Okay, no problem. Well, then no. Like, let's like let's mic up the podium and figure out how to do this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, my biggest, the the biggest waste of my time is having to have these conversations. Absolutely. Right. Stop saying no when yeah. you could say yes. Yeah. If we're all here to make yeah. the couple yeah. happy, let's just make the couple happy and do whatever we need to do. That's the type of person that I want to work with. I want to work with yes people. I want to work with people that yeah, are absolutely. willing to be part of the freaking team. Absolutely. Yeah, it is a well, team. Completely a team. So here, I, I, just speaking of this, it, it reminded me of another example just of the no and DJ related. Um, I worked with a DJ who, so with my company, we we're contracted to a certain time right after that time if they want to extend our coverage it's an additional charge that's pretty standard in the industry everything as per usual was a little delayed on the wedding day hold on as per usual not working with me there you go (laughs) (laughs) and everything was you know a little bit like not by much maybe by half an hour but the couple's speech, I think, was the last item to get to. But because things had been delayed a bit, the DJ started kind of playing some dance music and getting the dance floor going, which was fine. The couple was down for this. I went and spoke to the couple and said, hey, guys, the last thing on the agenda to get covered is this. Do you want to do it now or do you want to extend our time? I think they had agreed to extend us by half an hour. Now, keep in mind, this is two photographers, two videographers. That's not That's cheap. a lot of money. It's not cheap. That's like $600 for the extra hour. And they really wanted to do it. So we did it. So I went and spoke to the DJ and I said, hey, just so you know, you know, maybe we were supposed to finish at 10. The couple's extending us to 11 to make sure they get everything covered. It's costing them some money. So let's try to make sure. And, th- and this DJ was also acting as MC. Said, let's try to make sure we get everything in that hour so they don't have to spend even more money. Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. So he starts getting this couple, this party dancing. And I mean dancing hard. And I understand from a DJ's perspective, once you get your crowd going, you don't yeah, want to stop. Absolutely. I even yeah. respect that. It's hard to You're, get that momentum back. Absolutely. Again. And I respect that, which is why I spoke to him before the momentum had ever started. Before he even started playing dance music, I made it very clear to him this couple's already spending extra money. Let's try and get everything covered, and then you can 
party your night away. Sure. He got ahead of himself, started getting the dance floor going, kept it going. Now we're like 20 minutes left in this hour and we still haven't done the one or two things left that the couple wants to get captured. Mm -hmm. The couple came and spoke to me because they were kind of making eyes at me across the dance floor of like, okay, like when's this happening? And so I went again to speak to the DJ and I was like, buddy, I don't think you're listening. The couple is now sending me because they do not want to pay again more money. So cut it short. You've got one more song. Let's get this going. And he still played like another three songs. It was just unbelievable to me. And again, it's like you said, this is for the couple. We are all here to make them happy. And, And we also value our time. So if somebody's already extending us by an hour, I know people will say, well, why can't you just stay longer? Well, no. I mean, there is a charge for staying longer. And why can't you just do your job the way you're supposed to do it within the parameters of the day? And this is another reason. And I know I I know I say this a lot, but this is another reason why it's very important to hire a wedding planner. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm not saying this as a joke. I'm saying this seriously because my schedules would never would always take into consideration your hours and your hours exactly. and your hours right. and would make the schedule work to fit that so that it's not going to cost the couple extra money. And most of the time the schedule makes so much sense and yeah. allows for all of these speeches and dances to happen before we turn it over to the DJ right. to put the party in motion. Exactly. And so it's, it is, it sucks that there was no wedding planner there yeah. mm-hmm. because that schedule could have, that whole situation could have been avoided. Absolutely. Now, from your point of view of that situation, what would you do if the photographer <laughs> well, of, of or course. the wedding planner came to you and just kept saying, stop the party. We need to get some speeches it has going. has to stop. I, I, yeah. ha- I have to be a team player and, and agree to that. I understand the dance floor is rocking and you'll get it back. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to get back into that again. It's important for you to get all those yeah. special moments, those light once in a lifetime moments that yeah. they'll never get again. So I understand that, okay, it's time to tone it down. Let's play a soul song and, and uh, let's get back on track yeah. with the agenda. Let's finish off the agenda. Let the photographer and videographer do their thing. And let's get back to the dance floor Doesn't later. that yeah. just make your it heart does. swell? It Why does. can't we all just get well, along? Yes. Like, come on. That's exactly it. Because like I said, it's for the couple. At the end of the day, your party can go on as long as you want. But one of two things are going to happen. The couple's either going to say, I don't have another $600 to spend to keep the videographer there. So we're not going to get like our bride and groom speech video like that's ridiculous or they're going to be like we just paid an extra six hundred dollars because our dj didn't want to stop playing also ridiculous like to the dj like are you going to pay for that extra hour no so yeah i mean you just you just have to play nice and and do what you can do for the client so part of what i do too is when i'm building the schedule is i want to communicate with all of my vendor my team to find out their needs their wants so that Mm -hmm. i could schedule accordingly and this also before I talk about the schedule, this ha- also has to do with you, Jenna, is I l- have learned how long your process is so that I can make sure that I'm sending the couples to you with enough time oh, yeah. so that you're not like uh, having to do last minute invitations or any yep. type of stationery. Mm-hmm. But that's the communication that I want to have with my vendors is how, how long do you need to take your getting ready pictures in the morning? How long yeah. do you yeah. need to do uh, the 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 family shots before the ceremony. And for you, Vince, how long do you need to set up? How long do you need to do a sound check? If we have to be finished at this time, when do you need to, to start your sound check and be ready with your equipment? So 
this takes a lot of effort and I have to talk to every single vendor that has a part of this wedding. And it's my pleasure to do this because I want to make sure that the wedding goes off without a hitch. But then what happens when the vendors don't show up on time? Yeah. My anxiety on wedding day is not that it's going to run, not run smoothly. Cause I know my schedules are, are 99% of the time almost perfect and we do run a tight ship and the weddings do run on time but my anxiety comes from what if a vendor doesn't show up or what if a vendor just disappears for example there was a wedding where I worked this was one of my first weddings and I think I've talked about this on the podcast so forgive me listeners if you've heard this story before but the catering company was another catering company the catering (laughs) company was two hours late and really? I had started calling them when they were 15 minutes late because when people are late, mm-hmm. how long do you give them before yeah. you, you, you want to bug them and be like, are you coming? Like, what's going on here? So 10, 15 minutes after the time that they were scheduled to arrive, I started calling them. We're, we're close by. We're around the corner. We're coming. We're coming. Two hours went by. Now, wow. this doesn't just affect the food. Yeah. It also affects the setup because the catering company is who's bringing the staff mm-hmm. and who sets up the tables yeah. if it's not the venue's responsibility and puts the linens down and puts the cutlery down and the plate. Every, basically, they put the whole venue together. So now it's up to us, the wedding planner, and our, my team of assistants and whoever else I could grab hold of that yeah. would help to set up this tent. And when the vendor showed up, I finally stopped calling because it was just like, what, yeah. whatever. What's yeah, the point? Yeah. What's the point? Let's just do what we need to do to make sure this wedding happens properly. With no remorse when they showed up. They weren't apologetic. They weren't, they didn't feel badly at all. So the only conversation I had with this person was, will the food be on time? Yeah. Well, how long do I have to delay cocktail hour? And luckily cocktail hour was only delayed by 20 minutes, but this was also the wedding where we noticed the buffet that was being served for 500 people was rotten. The food what? went bad. What? Like it was bad, bad? Like, like we oh had to, when, I, when I, when I noticed it, we had to remove the food from the buffet and just serve dessert. <gasps> what? So I don't know if this catering company had left the food on the truck for a few days, prepared it early. I I don't know what happened, but it was a bad situation. And I shouldn't be the one to hear or notice that the food is rotting. You as a catering company should have known that the food you're putting out does not smell right. And maybe you should have tasted it to know that it does not taste right. (laughs) It was a disaster. And, And this was the couple that did not take any of my recommendations mm. they wanted See, to go tough. with the cheapest of the cheap yeah so they took my they, they took my quotes from all of the 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 companies that i wanted to suggest to them and then they went and found mm. somebody cheaper and I, and it and this is what happened so that two thousand dollars that they saved was it worth it no, was it no. worth that it to, never is when it's a 500 person wedding to spend another two thousand dollars to make sure that your food isn't rotted right what's worth it well, like people always say to me, like they, I have, I've heard this a lot where people have said they've come to me too late now because they're like, 
you know, four months out from their wedding. We need six months to make their invitations. They've come out four months before because they decided they would try to make them themselves. Mm. And when it turns out that they don't know how to make them themselves. Plus when like I can buy material in massive bulk quantities, like I'm buying massive skids of material and they're buying it at Staples or Michaels or whatever. And they're not getting the same kind of bulk discounts I'm getting it ends up costing them almost the same as if they had hired me in the first place and it would have been done right. And now they're going to pay me to do their invitations on a rush order, which is going to be even more money. And they've already spent all the money on their invitations. And this happens so often. And either they just sort of, they just suck it up and have me make the invitations for them, or they end up having to send out invitations that look like garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And, And the point of my last story too was, what was the point of me communicating with you and talking to you and creating a yeah. schedule if you're going to yeah. show up to a wedding late? You it's not good. No, you, you can't do it. Okay. Like, you cannot because you're not the only player in the game and that's what often vendors don't understand. And I guess that's what this whole discussion is about is playing nice with others. You're playing with others and not just the couple, but the other vendors. Everything you do affects everyone. So I've done weddings where the officiant is late. I've done weddings where the officiant is like 45 minutes late. Oy. Well, that literally changes the entire schedule of the day. Now, the kitchen is like, well, we were set to serve dinner at this time and we have to wait. The DJ's like, I'm set up and ready to go. They have to wait. Everybody's stuck waiting. They're maybe paying more to keep their photo video team because of this delay. So one person throwing a kink in the mix can totally change the entire day. And then unfortunately, it all falls to you as the planner to have to fix it all because one person made a mistake. (laughs) You should see the expression on Trevor's face right now. I wish this was video. So distraught, I know. Well, and so the other thing, so I wanted to talk about um, lateness actually in regards to a planner. And this is why I love working with Trevor. Um, If I'm not early, I'm late. Well, no, no. I just even mean making a schedule. And you had mentioned earlier, you know, taking into account um, the things that different vendors need. So for photography, how much time we need for things. And you actually take the time to discuss that with us. Yeah. I had a planner we were talking about earlier that um, <laughs> their schedule was so ridiculously tight that it was a downtown wedding, you know, one location Yorkville, one location on Young Street and one location on University. So there's no parking anywhere. And all of these are buildings like that you have to go up an elevator and come down the elevator, walk to your car that's maybe three blocks away because it's downtown and then drive in traffic. (laughs) And their schedule read something like, you know, 10 to 11 groom getting ready, 11 to 1230 bride getting ready, 1230 first look at third venue. And all of that includes the the travel and and I I looked at that and I and, and so I emailed her and I said, well, this literally doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, you can't teleport. I can't, like, yes. And I, and I, I kind of joked, you know, at the studio about it to say, like, I can't, like, I'm not, I dream of genie. I can't just, like, oh, blink yeah. and Great be reference. some, Love right? That <laughs> I was like, I can't just blink and be somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, and I need more than 10 minutes because I need time to physically get downstairs, walk to my car, get in my car, drive the 10 minutes to the mm-hmm. next location, and then find parking in that area because all of the places I had to park were good four, maybe five blocks away from the venue. Mm-hmm. So you need 
when you're working with a planner, you need somebody who understands time, which mm-hmm. you would assume all planners do, but... Yeah, and that actually shows professionalism on both sides. Like, you're able to look at that schedule and go, that's not possible. Whereas yeah. an uh, inexperienced photographer would look at that and be like, sure. okay. Okay, exactly. let's do it. I'll do it. Exactly. Be there. And then you'd be, yeah, yeah, and, and like... You, and I will say in this scenario, sorry, um, I will say in this scenario, we played well together because I emailed and said, hey... This doesn't work. I mean, it was silly that she had thought it would work. Yeah. But still. But she made the changes. She made yeah. the changes. And everybody Thank has God. to and learn And then we somehow, all sent right? it to the yeah. client and it was yeah. fine. So mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. I don't mind when people make a slight mistake if they work yeah. with you. But if she had said to me, that's what it has to be, mm-hmm. I would have been like, well, it's not possible. And it's good that she chose a professional to work with exactly. as well, right? Yes. Because then you were able to see that that wasn't going to work and that you were going to be late if you went yeah. with that schedule. And the other way around, like if she had, you know been a bit like more experienced yeah. than she would know ahead of time. Exactly. And if you hadn't been as professional, that still would have worked out, right? Yeah. So it's it's yeah. a professionalism learning on both sides. And again, sides. yeah, it's just it's working together as a team. Mm-hmm. I mean I often uh, I, I've said this to, to people before that one of the things I like about working in the wedding industry is whether you work with a company or you're an independent entity your coworkers are actually other vendors. Yeah. Because you see the same people repetitively at different weddings and they become your coworkers. I mean, you know, Vince walked in and I was like, oh, I'm sure I've worked with you before. It's, you see, you recognize faces. I mean, I will probably yeah, never I'm s- I'm have a face to face with you. I never get to go to the wedding. <laughs> but I you work with planners. I love that you mentioned I Dream of Jeannie because like, like every, like every young boy, we, Play genie. Of course, when yeah. We're young kids, Every young right? boy, right, Vince? I'm sure you did it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would genie, prance around my house right. and pretend <laughs> I was a genie. Yeah, absolutely. Or Madonna. Yes. Oh, that video I of you, so Madonna, was my up. favorite was video of all time. That was my bar mitzvah video. I showed it to I've everyone at the office because it was loved amazing. It so much, <laughs> they thought it was amazing. Thank yeah. you. That was a lot of fun. I loved the confidence that little thirteen-year-old so boy good. had. Right? Don't you wish you could go back to that and just get some of that? You know, you, I you wish I, could, I wish I could go. I wish I could go back to that and rehearse more so that I could release the entire video and not uh, just the thirty-second clip yeah. that I showed people. You had that like down pat, like that was perfection. This was me at recess. I was shocked. Come on, guys. Guys, let's practice voguing. My bar mitzvah is coming up. Oh, my God. Anyways, thank you, all of you, for spending time with me today and talking about our wonderful industry that we're in. The lesson learned is twofold. One is for couples that are getting married is how important it is to hire a wedding no not a wedding planner sorry to hire a well yes to hire a wedding planner but to hire (laughs) the right team of people to work with you on your day to make sure that your day is as solid as possible if you can hire a wedding planner too that's the twofold part is to listen to your wedding planners recommendations because they know what's going on in the industry they know the right people to work with they know the people that will fit in within your budget and that will also fit in with your personality types because that's important too absolutely so pay attention to that people and thank you again for all of you for being here and sharing your stories with me everybody listening please subscribe to my podcast and listen every week for new content and feel free to comment and tell me stories about your own wedding or vendors that you've worked with and try to keep names out of it because we here at wedding confessions don't look at this as a bitch fest we look at this as us telling stories of things that happened in our industry because people want to hear them because let's face it they're really good stories (laughs) and the learning experiences right absolutely So thank you again. Thank you for listening. Bye.